It's time to go under the hood with the Indy Fuel. Welcome to the Under the Hood podcast. I am the broadcast voice of the Indy Fuel, Andrew Smith. Glad you've joined us on this edition of Under the Hood as we hit the middle of February 2021 and the Fuel about to set up residence at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum for eight of their next nine and 11 out of their next 13 games. So lots of opportunities to see the Fuel. And more importantly, it's an opportunity as well to really make a move in the standings before the fuel will spend much of the month of March away from the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. Right now, the fuel stand at 15-3-1 with the best record in terms of winning percentage in the ECHL. They're two points back of the Florida Everblades in the Eastern Conference, but Florida has played three more games than the fuel at this point in the season. The reason why is because the Fuel enter the week having won three consecutive games, including a sweep of the Wheeling Nailers last week. On Wednesday, the Fuel knocked off Wheeling 2-1 to in overtime, and then the Fuel, with their most comfortable victory of the season, a record-setting 6-1 to win over the Nailers in Wheeling on Sunday. In that Sunday game, Cliff Watson set a team record for most points by a defenseman in a game with four, as well as tying a team record for most assists in a game with four as well, as that was a record that has been held by several other players over the years. Also, the Fuel allowed just one shot on goal in the third period. That is the fewest they have allowed since 2016 when they allowed one shot on goal in a game against the Cincinnati Cyclones. And the 15 overall shots allowed are the second fewest in team history. They allowed 14 in the 2019-20 season against the Jacksonville Icemen. So a lot of good that took place and a lot of momentum being built up for the Fuel as they head into a really busy stretch, a four-games-in-five-nights stretch beginning on Wednesday. On Sunday, as we mentioned, the Fuel knocked off Wheeling 6-1. to Cedric Lacroix had a pair of goals in that game. Spencer Watson, Joe Sullivan, and Tim Shoup also scored, as well as Mike Lee. Mike Lee, Spencer Watson, and Joe Sullivan all had a goal and an assist in that contest for the Fuel. Again, 15-3-1 as we move past the quarter pole of the 2020-21 regular season. On Wednesday, the Fuel welcomed the Wheeling Nailers to the Indiana Farmers Coliseum and skated away with a 2-1 victory. Willie Raskob got the scoring started for the Fuel early in the second period to tie the game at 1. There's a one-timer from Raskob off the draw that goes wide after Marsadu won the offensive zone faceoff cleanly. Malmquist fighting for the puck. Along the left wing boards, wins it over to Raskob. He takes it out to some open ice at the point. To the top of the right wing circle, Raskob shoots and scores! Willie Raskob with a wrist shot. It beats the goaltender, Brassard. High blocker, and the fuel have tied it. One to one, it's an even strength goal. We're four on four, and Willie Raskob has knotted this one up. Well, Willie Raskob comes through. Uses his great speed and acceleration as he takes this puck seemingly all the way across the blue line and in. And Matt Alfaro not quick enough. And 
Braskov creates a bit of separation, and you could see that Francois Brossard was kind of off of his angle. He was committed to the short side. What does Raskov do? He goes far side. As always, Nick Olchak joins me on the call for that one. The game stayed tied at one thanks to some brilliant goaltending by Dan Bakula, and it stayed that way until Bakula made two saves in overtime, and that set up Antoine Waked to take a feed from Michael McNicholas and continue the Fuel's overtime magic. Indy is now 8-1 and one in games that go past regulation. Here is Waked's game winner. 5.25 to go in overtime. Waked through center with all kinds of speed. Takes it to the left wing circle in the wheeling zone. Pushed into the boards. He'll bring it back out to neutral ice and look to re-enter. Sidesteps a check. Waked still on the puck. Now to McNicholas across the line. Right circle. Feeds to Waked. Scores! Antoine Waked wins it for Indy on the feed from Michael McNicholas. And the Fuel's overtime magic continues. The Fuel win it 2-1. What a play from Michael McNicholas to hold on to the puck for a second longer. A quick little fake at the net, keeping the goaltender honest, keeping that puck in a shooting position. Aaron Thoe goes down, and what he does, he comes over towards McNicholas. What does that do? It opens up the lane across the way to Antoine Waken on the back door. And a cross-scene play, tough for a goaltender to make the stop on. That's Antoine Waken's third goal of the season, giving the Fuel the 2-1 to victory on Wednesday over Wheeling. And then that was followed on Sunday by the... 6-1 to one victory, the biggest win of the season for the Fuel. It's a busy week coming up for the Fuel as they will play, as we mentioned, eight of their next nine games at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum, including four this week. It starts Wednesday night when the Fort Wayne Comets make their first appearance at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. A 7 o'clock face-off. It's an all-you-can-eat night presented by Legacy Maker. We're hoping to see you there. Enjoy free burgers, hot dogs, and popcorn with the purchase of your game ticket all night Wednesday as the Fuel take on the Fort Wayne Comets. Friday night, the Greenville Swamp Rabbits visit for three games in three days. It's game show night presented by Community Health Network on Friday night. Saturday is Wizard Night. Sunday is a family fun day. The puck drops at 7 o'clock each night except Sunday, which is a 3 p.m. face-off. And then the Fuel next weekend will be home for three more as the Fort Wayne Comets will visit the 26th, the 27th, and the 28th of February. And there will be a road trip to Wheeling in there as well on February 24th. So a lot of hockey coming up at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. Lots of opportunities to see your Indy Fuel. You can get your tickets at IndyFuelHockey.com or call the Fuel's office at 317-925-FUEL and chat with the ticket rep to secure your seat for all of the upcoming Indy Fuel home games. Team News, the Fuel have named a captain. Cliff Watson wore the C for the first time when the Fuel took on the Rapid City Rush on Friday, February 5th, and as we mentioned, on Sunday the 14th, he set a team record with four assists 
in a game in the win over the Wheeling Nailers. Let's chat with the newly minted captain, the seventh captain in Indy Fuel history, Cliff Watson. Congratulations on being chosen as the captain of the Fuel. What does it mean to you individually to be chosen to wear the C and represent your teammates on the ice and off the ice as well? It means a ton. I mean, just like you said, I get to, you know, I get the chance to represent, um, you know, the Indy Fuel both on and off the ice and, and it's a big honor. Um, you know, there's plenty of guys on, on the team, um, who are leaders and, you know, it's pretty special that, that they saw me as, you know, someone who could, you know, help lead the team and, and contribute as much as I can. And, and yeah, it's, it's a, it's a special honor and, and I'm excited to do it and just move forward and try to achieve all of our goals down the road. Uh, you mentioned that it's a team full of leaders. A lot of guys who have worn a C or an A in college or in junior. What is that like for you to be part of a room full of guys that have a lot of leadership ability and, and, and can be leaders in their own right? Well, if you think about it, it, it makes my job easy, right? Like if I have plenty of guys in the room who have, who have been leaders on their teams, you know, it doesn't have to be me um, always speaking up in the locker room. You know, it could be, you know, anybody, like you said, there's plenty of guys who have worn C's um, with their college teams or, or junior teams. And, and it makes it easy on me, uh, makes it easy on Doug. You know, there's plenty of voices in the room that can be heard and, and lots of leadership. So I think it's pretty special. And um, it's just an awesome thing to have uh, that many guys in the team that have, you know, been leaders on their past teams. Is that really kind of a case of there's just a lot of high character guys in the room and that makes it a, a fun group of guys to play with? Yeah, absolutely. Doug always preaches, you know, um, wanting, you know, guys with lots of character um, and just having good people in the locker room. And, and it's pretty, uh, pretty obvious that he does a good job of getting, you know, the right guys on the team. And, and uh, you can see it both on and off the ice. You know, there's, there's just lots of good, good hockey guys and, and uh, but good people at the end of the day. You've done this before at different levels. You were a captain two years at Michigan Tech. You you wore the C in junior as well at Sioux City. What does it take to be a leader? How much does your role change when you're the one who's wearing the C? You know, for me, you know, something I've always prided myself in is just kind of being myself, you know, and and uh, doing whatever, you know, a teammate needs. If he needs something from me, you know, don't hesitate to ask me and and uh, just kind of being myself, I guess. I just try to, you know, come to the rink every day and um, work hard. I like to keep things light, you know, have fun with the guys. And, and uh, you know, it's kind of nice that I don't really have to change, you know, the way I play and, and you know, how I act around the locker room or, you know, uh, on the ice as well. So, um, yeah, not much changes for me, but uh, just continue to be kind of a vocal guy and uh, go from there. This team so far this year has had an outstanding start, even through, though there have been a lot of changes since last season, uh, things have gelled very quickly. What is it about this team that has made it successful through the first couple of months of the season? I think one of the biggest things is, is you know, we have a lot of guys that can step up and, and play, you know, different roles. I mean, if someone's hurt or out um, with it being such a, you know, a unique season with uh, COVID protocols, um, you know, there's another guy standing right there who can step up and, and fulfill the role. Um, you know, there's guys coming in out of the lineup and, and we've still found ways to, to win, you know, um, plenty of games so far at the start here. So, And you've been part of successful teams. You've won a Kelly Cup. Uh, how much does that experience of having been part of a championship team really help translate to showing other guys really and knowing what it takes to, to be successful at this level? Yeah, definitely. I've, I've been very fortunate to be, you know, on a few successful teams, and, and I think it helps a lot. You know, I, I get to – 
you know, I was young at the time when I was on some good, some good teams and I was able to, you know, kind of follow along and, and see how things are done. And, and, uh, you know, this year I'm seeing a lot of uh, similarities to those teams I've been on with just a lot of character in the room and, and guys that just love to work and compete and, and win ultimately. This team too has seemed to show a lot of resiliency. Normally when you're down going into the third period, you don't have a six and one record as this team does uh, on the year. What is it about this team that you're never really out of a game? Yeah, you know, it's like you said, it's a really unique situation. There's not many teams that, that uh, I guess enjoy going into the third period down a goal, but for some reason, I think uh, this team is just so resilient and I think it just shows um, how much character we really have in the locker room and, and guys just love to compete. Like I said, they love to win. And uh, I think it's a very unique situation, but we've been down a lot in the second period and, and come back and tied games or, or won games in overtime. So it's, it's a pretty good thing. And I think it's going to be a really beneficial thing down the road here in the playoffs. If you're down a goal and, and you have a chance to, you know, come back and win, it's, it's good to know that uh, we have lots of guys in the locker room that have experienced that early in the season. And I think it's just going to help us down the road. This is your fourth full season in the league. How much have you improved and how has your game changed from year over year? You know, I just think uh, maybe of, you know, just some mental things, you know, have probably improved a little bit for me, you know, calming down with the puck a little bit. Um, maybe some patience has gotten a little bit better uh, now that it's my fourth year, you know, not uh, rushing plays too much. And But uh, honestly, just um, trying to work on my consistency. I think that's one of the biggest things as a professional player is just to um, try to be consistent uh, every game. And, and that's something that I think I've improved on. And, and uh, yeah. How much comfort does it give you as a defenseman knowing you've got two really good goaltenders behind you and Billy Christopoulos and Dan Bakula? Yeah, it's awesome. Those two are two are really solid back there. Um, they, they like to communicate and, and talk to us as D-men, and that helps a lot. And, and you just have confidence when they're back there and knowing that they're going to make that first save. It basically you know, makes our job pretty simple. Just pick up that rebound or, or take a stick away in front of the net after they make that first one, and, and uh, it should be a good game. You've played with a lot of de- defense partners since you've come back this uh, last weekend. You played the last couple nights with Scott Savage. Uh, what is he like to play with? Another guy who's got a lot of experience in this league, and um, and how do you complement each other? Yeah, Scotty's definitely a, a high end defenseman in this league. Um, he makes things really simple for me, and he's uh, definitely good at communicating when we're out there. And, and you know, we've just been able to feed off of each other and. Um, it's been a, it's been a pretty good partnership so far. Um, I enjoy playing with him. He's, you know, a hard nosed guy. He makes really good, simple plays. And I think we're both kind of like that. Uh, we're pretty similar in that, in that sense where we just like to, you know, get the puck on and off our stick, try to make the right play and just help each other out out there. And, um, I think it's been pretty beneficial so far and, and, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to hopefully sticking with him, uh, down the road. You've got a really interesting mix of skill sets you've got some stay-at-home guys you've got a couple of elite offensive defensemen as well and Keone and uh, Willie Raskob how much fun is it to have that mix where you can really play up and down the lineup but really anybody can and really complement each other yeah it's definitely a special decor I mean you got guys like you said who are who are offensive and, and can make plays at the same at the same time you got guys who are defensive and and can be really solid in the D zone. And I think um, every guy, you know, if you look at the whole decor, has has the ability to almost do both. So, I mean, it's it's a very solid decor. It's uh, it's something that you don't really get to see very often in this league. If, you know, six guys who can who can play both sides of the puck. And um, I think it's going to be really beneficial for us uh, down the road here come playoff time. 
What was your off season like? Uh, I know it was a very unique off season, a very long off season for uh, just about everybody. But uh, the fact that you had a spot here in Indy, you knew you had a spot here, and you knew that you had an opportunity to come back. Uh, you know how how important was that as you prepared for the season? Yeah, like you said, it was it's a it was a really unique off season. Um, lots of home workouts and <laughs> and a lot of time away from the rink at the beginning. You know, I'm not really used to that, but but like you said. Uh, you know, getting signed here early with Indy, I think, helped me, you know, feel comfortable knowing that I had a spot to play. And, and speaking with Doug, you know, he had a lot of confidence that, that uh, you know, we were going to play when it came time. So it definitely helped me, you know, kind of prepare and, and, you know, having that kind of end date in mind where, all right, you know, I, I have a time that I have to prepare for and try to get in as many workouts as possible. And as soon as the rinks open up, you know, that obviously helped a lot too, being able to get back on the ice and, and prepare for the season. You've been in a number of different places in the ECHL. What is it that is unique about Indy that you've really enjoyed? Yeah, I've definitely, you know, had, you know, experienced a couple different spots in the ECHL, and, and I've had good experiences in every spot. Um, something that's special about Indy is I just think um, just our expect, expectations. I mean, um, they, you know, they expect us to perform and, and be professionals, and at the same time they're going to give us every resource needed. And I think that's special in this league. And, and if, you, you know, they're providing, you know, the resources for us, we have to be able to perform and, and do what we're supposed to do. So I think it's just a really good mixture of, uh, you know, them giving us resources and, and having the right guys in place and, and taking advantage of everything we can. In the time you've been with the Fuel on or off the ice, what's been a favorite moment of yours? Oh, I mean, probably one of my favorite moments was actually just coming here last year and and getting to meet the guys and just kind of start to experience, you know, everything in the locker room. I mean, everyone from, from Jim right on down, it's just a special group, um, you know, front office and, and the guys in the room. I just think um, there isn't one, you know, particular moment that's really, um, you know, hit me on the head as, as a super special moment, but I just think it's special, just the people that are involved with the whole team and the organization. And, and it's just fun to come to the rink every day and, and be around them. You're the oldest of three hockey-playing brothers. What's that been like uh, growing up together, playing this game, and and uh, a little bit of sibling rivalry on the ice, or uh, <laughs> what's uh, what's that been like? It's it's fun. It's always been such a blast, you know, getting home in the summers and and getting to skate with my brothers again. And uh, you know, we're all pretty competitive. I mean, in the in the off season, or if you know, we've ever had the opportunity to play against each other, it's always it's always fun, competitive, but. Um, off the ice, I mean, it's just it's just great being around each other. It's you know it's tough right now with how the seasons are going, but um, I think it's helped us out a lot being able to just uh, you know give each other a call or communicate a little bit, try to lift each other's spirits if if some games get canceled or whatnot. So we're all going through the same thing, and it's it's a pretty cool feeling to know that you have your brothers there um, to talk to about anything. Pretty special as well that Cooper, your younger brothers at Michigan Tech, and kind of following in your footsteps there. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean. To have my brother go there where I went and, um, you know, uh, having my connections that I made there and, you know, you know, we're able to kind of talk about things that maybe I miss a little bit that he's getting to experience now. It's, it's really cool. And um, we're pretty fortunate to uh, have been able to play there, and I'm happy that he's there now. What are your goals for the rest of the season? Uh, I mean, stay healthy is number one. Um, other than that, I mean, just kind of, you know, help lead the team, you know, help contribute as much as I can, you know, on and off the ice. And, uh you know, obviously, I think our end goal here is the Kelly Cup, and I think we have a really good group um, that can make it happen. So basically just 
every take it day by day at this point and uh, just have that end goal in mind. Uh, Cliff, thanks for joining us. Awesome. Thank you. That's Indy Fuel defenseman and Captain Cliff Watson. We'll be back right after this. That is Cliff Watson, the seventh man to wear the C for the Indy Fuel in the franchise's seven-year history. And we want to thank Cliff for joining us. That was recorded before last Wednesday's game against Wheeling and before he had that four-assist game on Sunday. Again, the Fuel home four games this week, Wednesday against Fort Wayne, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday against Greenville, 7 o'clock on Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 3 o'clock on Sunday. Get your tickets at IndieFuelHockey.com. want to thank you for joining us this week on Under the Hood. I am Andrew Smith. We'll see you at the rink. Thanks for going Under the Hood with the Indie Fuel. For more, keep visiting IndieFuelHockey.com.